The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X visit tomboyx.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Hello, friends. I'm Robert Evans, and this is Once Again Behind the Bastards, the show where we tell you everything you don't know about the very worst people in all of history. Our guest today is Anna Salinas, cartoonist, comedian, writer, person sitting across from me at the table. That is uh, my greatest qualification. You have so many qualifications. Yeah. Um, Anna, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Well, I love this show. Now, let me ask you, have you ever heard of a guy named Keith Raniere? I will be honest with you. I had not until about five minutes ago, um, and you did introduce him very yeah. nominally. You're killing the movie magic, Anna. Oh, am I really? No, no, it's fine. Uh, well, now I have to keep going, I feel like. <laughs> uh, you, you, you introduced him as the founder of... How do you say it? Nexium. So not the heartburn medication. Truly, but it's the, the same uh, name. Yeah, it, it's not spelled. It, so it's spelled in like all capital letters N X I V M. Okay. Because they're super pretentious. You know, super pretentious. I was yeah. I was very embarrassed when I thought it was the founder of Nexium, the heartburn medication. No. But upon yeah. hearing it. It's the same. It is the same. And it's not your fault. It's their fault for naming their weird cult after a heartburn medication. Yeah, exactly. Which I think existed before the I've, late 90s. I've been taking it for years. Yeah. And how long has the sex cult been going on? Well, we're going to get into that today. So 
if you've heard of Nexium as a sex cult, it's probably because Allison Mack, a uh, former Smallville actress, got arrested recently, along with the founder of the cult, Keith Raniere. There are a bunch of New York Times articles about it. They called it a uh, a sex cult. And so I think if, yeah. if that's what most people know about Nexium. Did you read the New York Times articles? Um, about Allison Mack? Yeah. I mean, no. I read okay. probably the lead of yeah. the article. You got that she's in some hot water. Yeah, and I used to watch Smallville, so it was a really big shock. Well, I want to I want to make sure everybody listening knows, uh, even if you read those articles that the New York Times posted and remember every word of them, 99% of this is going to be new to you. Because oh, wow. uh, I started by reading those articles, and then I started digging, and it turns out there's like 30-some-odd years of stuff behind this cult Whoa. Uh, and behind this guy, Keith Raniere. And he is a fascinating piece of shit. So we're going to dig into him a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, Keith Raniere and Nexium kind of first hit the uh, public mind most recently with a New York Times article last October called Inside a Secretive Group Where Women Are Branded. The article focused on the what creation. A, that's <laughs> a little ambiguous. Where women are branded, branded, like literally branded. Yeah, with a hot iron. Oh my god! Because when I first heard it, I thought it meant like brands, like branded content, like branded content. Yeah, where women are like, like they're the brand of the content. Now you're Cheetos, Anna. No, no, no. Yeah, it's that's not that's oh. not what happened. No, uh, there would be. Like 30 to 45 minute branding sessions with a hot iron for women who were like part of a special subcult within this larger cult. Uh, can uh, I ask a problematic question? There's no non problematic questions in this podcast. Did they like it? Well, you're going to get a different answer depending on who you talk to. A okay. number of the women claimed that it was a positive experience. I think <laughs> most of them were horrified at what happened. A lot of people left immediately after getting branded. They sort of like stayed there and suffered through it because they were too scared to leave. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's part of why there's charges against both Keith and Allison Mack. Oh, um, and she did the branding also? She says she came up with the idea for women within this group to be branded. What? It's a wacky story. She was acting in Smallville, and she took some of those storylines too seriously because some of them got dark. I never watched Smallville. Uh, so. Well, Amy Adams made her debut on that show, so you missed out. Okay. Well, you can let me know if any of these parts of the story sync up with parts of Smallville in a meaningful way. I will. Because that and will I be shocking And I am the expert, yes. Okay. That's, that's really good then because I know nothing about that show. I mean, I kind of fell out towards the end once they brought in Lois, but- so Allison Mack was not Lois. Oh no, no. She okay. was she was like a journalist. She was a truth teller. She worked for Oh boy. The I guess it was the school paper. Um gosh, people are going to probably call me on my inaccuracies. Well, that's a fun segue then. Uh because speaking of journalism, how much do you keep up with Elon Musk these days? Only who he's dating. Oh, oh then you're probably a little bit bummed. Well, oh no. Oh no, you like it. That okay, he's dating good. Grimes? Yeah. No, I hate it. Okay, well, that's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. she's, well, I don't know. I, I've done a deep dive into their relationship and Grimes. She's so young. That is weird, right? That's the weirdest yeah. part. She yeah. looks like she's 12. I get that she's in her 20s, but she looks really young. My favorite thing to do with Elon Musk is look at pictures of him back when they were first starting PayPal. And he's like a chubby, schlubby guy who's gone bald. I knew it. <laughs> it's just I like, knew it. Because he looks, what, you can yeah. see it a little in his face that he used to be schlubby, mm -hmm. but like got so rich that 
it's almost like the richness seeps onto his face and you're like, he's attractive? Yeah. Is, I can't tell. There's a certain amount of money where you can just pay people to make you oh, make yeah. sure that you look good anytime yeah. you step the hair, outside. He probably yeah. has like personal trainers and personal chefs. Yeah. What he doesn't have is personal people to vet the news websites that he mm. reads. Uh, late last month, he got into a bit of a tiff with the entire independent news media and expressed his desire to create a service to rate news sites for bias, which is not an inherently problematic idea, although mm-hmm. it's hard to imagine someone executing it in a way that wouldn't piss off at least half the country. Uh, anyway, at some point during this whole debate, uh, a guy named Jens Eric Gould, who's the editor-in-chief at a site called The Knife, tweeted out an article his site had written in support of Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Now, The Knife Media purports to rate mainstream news coverage uh, on its level of bias and slant. They rated the total integrity of several articles about Elon's proposed website, none of which scored higher than 42%. Musk retweeted The Knife's analysis and called it excellent. It didn't take long for users to inform Elon that the article he praised was written by a literal cult. Uh, because the Knife Media happens to be part Whoa. of the Nexium family Whoa. of thingamajigs. Yeah. Uh, so Musk's initial response was that their article had better, his exact quote was, sadly, it had better critical analysis than most non-cult media, which if you're praising, if you're attacking non-cult media, you should back away from the argument you're making. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> there's only so far you can go with that. Also... <laughs> The whole, it, like, by now, it's 2018. We know when we see a news source from something we don't totally recognize to be like, ugh, this is probably, I shouldn't retweet this. And it's, I'll, I'll say this, uh, in fairness to Musk, number one, he deleted those tweets once he, I think, did a little bit of digging. The knife doesn't look sketchy. It looks like it's got, and it clearly does have some money behind it. The layout's fine. The site, like, it doesn't look like some crazy guy's website. He made Teslas. Okay. He's he's supposed to be so smart, and he couldn't be like, huh, the knife. I've never heard of this, mm-hmm. and I am a adult man in my presumably 40s. At least, right? Uh, oof, if I've he's older than that, it. man, Grimes is creepy. That is Wait, creepy. Grimes is the creepy one? No, I mean, oh, okay. well, no, I would never kink shame her for dating an old man, but I will shame him for dating much younger. I feel like that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, one way or the other, you can you can either attack Musk for not checking on it, or you can say that this is like a message that no matter how much money someone has, we shouldn't treat them as particularly smart just because they got lucky with a company once. Yeah. Yeah. And I am I have been up until now a Musk apologist because I was really rooting for him just because like you know Teslas and uh, SpaceX that's all cool. Uh, and then I've like heard little allegations, not little, but rumors that like he's manipulative and he can be abusive. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. I haven't done my research on that. And this this podcast isn't going to be about Musk, so I'm going to steer us a little <laughs> bit away from that. I guess the point I'm making is that if Musk got taken in by any of us, could. Keith Raniere's umbrella of madness, he's not the first relatively intelligent person for this to happen to. No. Uh, that's kind of the story, is Keith Raniere's really, really good at tricking smart people into thinking he's got something to say. So, Nexium, starting to read about the knife, and then Keith Raniere's, you know, the the stuff with the branding of those women and the other crazy shit. Like, they, they, would, they would hook these women in this group up to brainwave analyzers and force them to watch videos of women being dismembered and stuff. What? Like, it was craziness. Like, he and- had, yeah. 
So was Allison Mack like a partner in all this or a late entry? She was a late entry. So so that's kind of what we're getting into. So at at its core as a business, Nexium was a company that offered seminars helping business people be better at doing business. Um, It ran a series of intensive and expensive clinics, often consisting of five 17-hour days in a row for thousands of dollars. Everything in the clinics was based on Mr. Ranieri's teachings, which amounted to a new science for how to succeed at life. Um, So let's pull back a bit, uh, back before Allison Mack gets involved, back before Mm -hmm. Elon Musk gets tricked by uh, an article, and talk about the life of the charismatic founder of Nexium, Keith Ranieri. Uh, I usually believe in going straight to the source first for things like this, and as luck would have it, uh, his website, keithraniere.com, is still up. His official biography opens with a picture of him, which we'll be putting up on our site, behindthebastards.com, so you can get a look at the guy. Okay. This picture is not threatening. He's a normal-looking guy, right? He's wearing a fleece. Yeah. You wouldn't think he was weird if you passed him on the street. He'd just be a dude. Yeah, I think I would... I'm going to say this. I think I would trust anyone in a fleece. Really? Uh, Think about it. Well, uh, if you're looking at starting a cult, anyone listening to the podcast, you've got one guaranteed member if you buy a fleece. Well, look, there's other tests, but that's the first one. That's the first test. I myself own a fleece from Patagonia, and when I wear it, I feel like a a mom, you know? And you trust moms, yeah. And I trust moms, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. He looks like a, I don't know, like a guy you would find... At a Gelson's supermarket. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a guy who who buys really expensive cheeses. Yeah, and only the like nine dollar a pound grapes. Exactly, and yeah. it's like there's no difference between Gelson's and any other supermarket except that it's more expensive. But yeah. there's fewer people in the lines. And you know his fleece costs like three hundred bucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. He got the special edition North Face mm-hmm. for the super rich people. Oh, I feel like he's a Patagonia guy. I don't know why that touched me. That was that, I thought that was delightful. Oh, more people should have Patagonia fleeces. Yeah, quality fleeces. We're not we're not attacking the man's choice in fleeces. Yeah. Um, I am going to start reading from his official biography now. Okay. So this is Keith Raniere on Keith Raniere. Mm-hmm. Quote: Keith Raniere holds many titles to his name: scientist, mathematician, philosopher, entrepreneur, educator, inventor, and author. But perhaps the most poignant among them is that of humanitarian. He has devoted his life to studying the human psychodynamic and developing new tools for human empowerment, expression, and ethics. His endeavors share a drive to enhance human existence as he works tirelessly and joyfully to help others elevate their awareness, success, and ultimately, experience of life. Wow. I've never heard someone who is supposedly in the line of self-help call themselves a humanitarian. That's such a stretch. My favorite thing about it is that this is the first paragraph of his biography, and I have no idea from that what he does or has done. Well, from that, I feel like he sounds like Elon Musk. <laughs> right, inventor. Well, no, but he's not. he doesn't say what he... Like, if Elon Musk was writing a, the paragraph entry, he would say, like, he's the founder of Tesla. Yeah. He helped make PayPal. Like, there would be accomplishments yeah. that you could list. That is the red flag. Yeah. Vagueness. Exactly. If you're trying to scam people, just make up companies. Yeah. Don't be so vague. Tell me what book you wrote if you're an author. Tell yeah. me what you invented if you're an inventor. Tell me what company... Like, don't just say you're all <laughs> these things and give me nothing. But also, but most of all, a humanitarian... Period. Yeah. End of paragraph. Well, that's the most poignant of his titles. Right. Yeah, which is 
the it, most poignant. The 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 title that brings people to tears. Yeah, exactly. I feel like crying a little bit. I, I'm yeah. This I, is a safe space, Anna. His his Patagonia fleece delighted me. Yeah. And now his humanitarian credential uh, makes me weep. Well, let's uh, let's get into Keith's uh, more Keith's biography. This is this is sort of him going through his uh, his background. Okay. 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 By the age of one, so. We're already off to a great start here. He could construct full sentences and questions. He was able to read by the age of two. An autodidact, he directed his learning activities to learning itself, studying its art and science in order to find optimized learning strategies and methodologies. Applying his skill to athletics, Keith Raniere excelled in judo and was an East Coast judo champion at age 11. He also excelled in numerous other sports, including volleyball, tennis, table tennis, diving, softball, cycling, and skiing. By the age of 12, he taught himself to play piano at the concert level. His passion and aptitude for music would inspire him to master many other musical instruments. He taught himself high school mathematics in 19 hours at the age of 12. Only one year later, he was proficient in third-year college mathematics and was a professional computer programmer. I have so many problems with this. First of all, this is like when someone's trying to beef up their college application and yeah. they're like, oh, I, I was captain of the uh, cycling club. Yeah, it's like, this is all totally irrelevant. Yeah. You know, if the vagueness of paragraph one didn't turn you off immediately, this is... Yeah. Crazy. I love I love him bragging about being a judo champion at age eleven because that is that if I ever meet an adult human being, yeah, and one of the first things they tell me is that they were a judo champion decades ago yeah. as a small child, you'd be like, oh, this person. <laughs> oh, I don't want to know you. Yeah, this is someone with no friends who's deeply looking for companionship. Yeah. His whole thing has like the feel of that kid in elementary school who totally had an uncle that was a Navy SEAL. Only like he's he's clearly a, a mature adult. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In my case, that oh, that was Lance, and his dad was a book author who wrote about war pilots. Oh. Um. I mean, he That's was a nice. Weird thing to lie about. Well, he didn't lie. He just oh. talked about it a lot, oh. and it was like Lance was so boring. I almost said his last name. That would have outed him too much. He was yeah. just the most boring guy, but. Because I'm His sure he's, cool. he's working at like an accounting firm right now, and this would yeah yeah if this information yeah. got out, it would be if I had to guess accounting yeah yeah that is the but I'm sorry if there's accountants listening right now please oh, uh, keep listening accounts to our are podcast. great they saved my taxes yes yes it's a good job mm -hmm. yes they're useful people sure you know who's not a useful person Keith fucking Ranieri uh so I I decided I wanted to fact check his. Bio a little bit. Whoa! <laughs> uh, you know, you can wanna... such a thing be done? Can yeah. you really know if he was a jujitsu judo judo <laughs> champion? Well, the the East Coast judo championships are a real thing, and they do oh. have a judo division for kids seven to fourteen years old. We know Keith Raniere was born on August twenty sixth, nineteen sixty, because he he that's what he listed his birthday in a sworn affidavit that he filed for a lawsuit in two thousand three. Mm -hmm. um, so thanks to Google, I was able to find old issues of Black Belt magazine that gave winners of the East Coast Judo Champions, and unfortunately, none of them were from nineteen seventy one. So there's no. Oh, yeah. you got so close! I, got, I, was, I really I was... thought you were gonna blow the lid off of that. You are just like Alice and Mac in Smallville. Oh, you did some. Investigative, investigative reporting. Investigative reporting. Well, I did a little more okay. because on his website, Keith claims to have started at Renessler uh, Polytechnic Institute at age 16, 
when I started looking into this, I found a bunch of articles from a crazy guy's website called the Frank Report. Uh, it appears to be the, <laughs> the personal Frank Report. Yeah, the Frank Report. It appears to be the personal project of a man named Frank Parlato. He's a developer in Niagara Falls who worked for Nexium in 2007 and 8, and then started a new site dedicated to attacking the company and Mr. Ranieri. That's still going on to this day. Oh, it's a weird website. It has the look of like an unhinged nuts article about how the Earth is flat or whatever. Uh-huh. But the actual information in the articles is often useful. Like he he has. Huh. He does a bunch of weird Photoshop jokes and stuff, like about <laughs> Keith Raniere and his like he's like clearly so bitter. Yeah, bitter and a little unhinged, but yeah. like it's also not just nonsense. Like he provided links to the affidavit, which is where I was able to prove that Keith was lying on his bio about starting college at age sixteen. Um, because in, in the affidavit, he said he entered college just after his 17th birthday and then expands to say he didn't really enter college. He just started taking some college classes. So basically, he was taking oh. AP courses in his senior year. That's Like stupid. a lot of people. Yeah, he's just, he's a liar. Yeah. So thank you to the Frank Report for helping us bust at least one of the myths conclusively And kudos here. to Frank for yeah. having the balls to call his report his own name. He has been doggedly... Calling yeah. his news site by his own name for years now. Yeah, you can imagine his wife or friends or, I don't know, husband were like, Frank, come on, just come up with a different name. And he's like, no, I'm no. going to name it Frank. Frank Report. People need to know. People need to know who it came from, and they need to be amused by my photoshops. Yeah. I don't know if he's from the South, but I'm- I think he lives up in, like, Albany. Well, he moved from Tennessee, so that's why he has an accent. Oof. Yeah. Shots fired, Tennessee. Oh, no, I, it's Frank. Frank's on our side, I think. Yeah, no, more or less. Yeah. He may have stolen a million dollars, but- <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, we'll get into oh, that. God. This is, so this whole story, I'm trying to tell this from this point in like a chronologic point of view, okay. but this is a fucking twisty-turny mess of I feel like I need like a chalkboard. It would help drawing. if there was a component of this podcast that was like a wall covered in pictures and pieces of string. Yes. Um, but our producer, Sophie, uh, informs me that that is not possible with podcast technology. So Wait 10 years. Wait 10 years, yeah. And we'll have the holograms. Yeah, the holograms and mm-hmm. like holographic yarn connecting Exa- pictures. Like, just like in Minority Report. Yeah, that's the dream. Um, so, after bragging about Keith's education, his website's bio goes on to print what might be the most punchable paragraph I have ever <laughs> read in my entire life. Okay. So, buckle up. Quote, noted as one of the world's top three problem solvers, Keith Raniere was honored in 1989 by the Guinness Book of World Records in the category of highest IQ. He has an estimated problem-solving rarity of one in 425 million with respect to the general population. He has intellectual patents pending in the areas of human potential and ethics, expression, voice and musical training, athletic performance, commerce, education, and learning, information processing, and human modeling. He also holds several technological patents on computer inventions and a sleep guidance system that's so clearly fake (laughs) (laughs) that's so clearly fake it is a bucket of nonsense um but you'll these are things that you will see as patterns as we go along here he loves being really specific about how great he is in in a totally nonsensical way because there's no problems 
solving rarity of one in four hundred. That's that's he's nothing. making up words. Yeah, that's that's just insanity. Yeah. Um, it's very important to keep that people understand just how smart he is. On the website for his main business, Executive Success Programs, oh. Keith writes that he was accepted into the Mega Society in 1988, which is some nerd society that requires a demonstrated IQ of 176 or higher, which is an intellectual performance of one in a million level of rarity. As proof, he cites an article from late 1989 titled "Troy Man Has a Lot on His Mind: IQ Test Proof." what many suspected he's one in 10 million so i searched for this article and uh-huh. i didn't find it but i found a plain text website that has the article oh, posted on no. it from, yeah um so we're gonna get into keith ranieri's iq a little bit when we come back Ooh. but we do have to break for some ads so if you have an intellectual problem solving capacity of one in 425 million which all of our listeners do these ads will help you solve problems Okay. Bye, things. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, when Mint Mobile has phone plans for 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash behind. That's mintmobile.com slash behind. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash behind. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 bucks a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah! So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social Casino, no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five, casino. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X visit tomboyx.com. During the right rug flooring. Hello summer sale. You'll find savings throughout the store all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty. Only one fifty nine installed with pad. That's right. One fifty nine includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. And we're back. 
uh, we're talking about Keith Raniere and his IQ. So I was just telling you that he mm-hmm. he he cited an article from 1989 that that covered yeah. his joining into the uh, the the mega society. So I found a plain text copy of this website. There's a lot of cringeworthy quotes in here, but <laughs> here's another one of them. Okay. He's not your stereotypical genius. Watchful blue eyes look out from behind aviator glasses. His brown hair is parted stylishly in the middle. He has the physique of an athlete, which he is. He was East Coast judo champion at age 12. Tied with a state record for the 100-yard dash is an avid skier, swimmer, and windsurfer. He says he plays seven musical instruments and also sings high tenor in local musical productions. Well, that is also fake. Like, at first, when I found it hosted on a plain text website, I was like, Keith Raniere just lied and made up an article. Yes. But the actual website that hosts it is some dude who's obsessed with IQ tests who has cataloged every article about IQ tests for the last, like, 40 years. And I I think he just typed up news clippings he had and hosted them online. Wow. It's an exercise in madness, but I don't think Keith faked it. I do think he lied to this journalist, and it wasn't a good journalist who yes. just like said, "Of course he's telling the truth. Look at how right. smart this piece he of paper even, says like, he is." He even like tilts his hand a little, and it's like he says this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, wow. Yeah. So um, it's possible Keith actually is a member of the Mega Society and has a very high IQ. Uh, however, Keith also claims the 1989 Guinness Book of World Records honored him for having the highest IQ. That is clear and provable nonsense because Marilyn Vossavant had the highest recorded IQ on the and was in the Guinness Record for that from 1986 through 89. I don't even believe this man has had an IQ test. Yeah, that's I, I could totally see that being a lie from the beginning. Yeah. Because in the 1980s, you could say anything. You could. You think yeah. People couldn't Google. Google it. Yeah, in they Albany, catch you. Albany random newspaper isn't going to check shit. No one was looking. No. And I don't know. The way this guy writes, he doesn't sound very smart. He doesn't, right? He, he, he sounds like someone who's pretending to be smart. We're going to listen to him later. I don't Ooh, disagree with you, okay. but we're going to listen to him later. He clearly has a type of intelligence, just like Donald Trump has right. a type of intelligence. Yes, Otherwise, was, he wouldn't be able to do what he does. It's very comparable. Um, but he is not a genius in the sense that like, he's able to usefully add to the human experience for no, people. But what like, an interesting yeah. thing to get people, and I guess Trump does this too by being like, I'm smarter than you. Yeah. And he does it in such a almost more frustrating way. Yeah. Like Keith does it. Like his focus on like, I have this IQ. I am this much rare. My brain is so this rare in the yeah. world. I'm one of the three greatest problem solvers on the planet. Yeah. Which is is even more nonsense than- He- Yeah. Uh, he reminds me of what we used to do in speech and debate in high school. Did you Did you ever- Oh, uh... I was a speech and debate kid for four years. Oh, yeah. were you? Oh, yeah. What did uh, you do? LD. I did okay. a lot of Lincoln-Douglas well, debate. Well, I did extemp. I oh, did extemp boy, you were one of those speaking. kids. And what you learned in extemp was, you know, you gave a speech mm-hmm. for seven minutes extemporaneously, and what you learned is to just make up yeah. things. Yeah. And to say them with confidence. And- no one would ever know the difference because these were just parents. Yeah, uh, he sounds like how how we sounded. Yeah, making up those, but also like looking back, it's like nah, the the adults knew it was fake. We we just I don't know. I once gave a whole speech about is Macedonia going back to civil war? Oh wow, were they? How's, I don't how's know. How's Macedonia doing these days? I <laughs> uh, 
I made up everything from the beginning to the end. Beautiful. Yeah. And I thought I did great, but looking back, well, it was it was not unlike that pile. No, I mean, the great, like, if, you, if you're a student of history, the most important lesson of history is that if you get up and you lie with confidence, most people will buy it. Yeah. Like, that's just human history from, like, 10,000 BC to now. If you yeah. just get up and you're full of shit. Like, LD debate was a lot of that. Like, was if it really? I always regarded debate as, like, the smart ones. There's a lot of research involved, but in a pinch... Yeah. Lying will do the trick sometimes, uh, especially if you're like me, like a tall white guy, because if, you, if you're if you a tall white guy and you say things with confidence, people just tend to trust you. It's true. It's amazing. It's like when I saw Keith in the in the fleece, I was like, I guess exactly. I trust him off of this. I mean, look at this guy. He yeah. looks like he's someone who talks avidly about hiking. Yeah. Show me a woman <laughs> who looks exactly like me and I'll be like, oh, I don't trust her. No. Oh, boy. Okay. Well. Moving right along, Keith claims to have started his first business in 1984. He called it the Concept School, and then later the Life Learning Institute. Again, Keith gives almost no details as to what these businesses were. This is all from the affidavit, which mm -hmm. I'm, I'm using because he presumably lied less in it because it would be perjury, right? Yeah. So that, that anyway, that's why I'm using the affidavit so much. Yeah, that's smart. In order to start these businesses, he claims he distilled a lifetime of careful thought and his genius intellect into their creation, but he never actually says what they did. These first ventures wound up closing due to irreconcilable differences between Keith and his backers. Uh, so this is 1984. <laughs> Which is code for he couldn't return on the money. Yeah, he wasn't actually doing anything. Keith did get up to something else in 1984, though. Molesting teenagers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, he was a little busy. He, <laughs> he, he had a new hobby. He's getting up to, well, okay. He was living in an apartment building in Troy when he met Gina Melita. She was 15 and he was 24. They struck up a friendship and went to the arcade together. Ranieri was obsessed with Pac-Man and a game called Vanguard. He told her he was a genius and a judo champion, <laughs> which he always, he loves bringing up that judo championship. Yeah, why? Which, again, nothing against martial arts. Fine way to stay fit. Great pastime. If you brag about the martial arts that you do, don't let it be judo. That is the immediate. Well, that's also just the immediate. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to disregard you as a person. Yeah. If the first thing you say to me is bragging about your martial arts career, and we're not like at a martial arts competition yeah. or something, I, I immediately, I immediately doubt it. First of all, and I wonder if he said it just because it was like, yeah, I'm tough. Yeah. Don't mess with me. I could fight. I can I, But judo. I couldn't fight in a. Maybe it's like. No one knows, like no one knows judo, so they could never challenge him. Yeah, so it was like safe. Yeah, because I don't, I wouldn't know how to be like, okay, well, how do you, good yeah. are you at judo or Let's whatever? Let's brawl. Yeah. Let's judo. Yeah. So he anyway, but so he bring he tells a fifteen year old girl that he's was great at judo at eleven, uh, and then he takes her virginity. They had a what some sources call a relationship, and I think what the law calls statutory rape, uh, <laughs> off and on for about four months. Okay. Keith Raniere told her not to tell her mother and also urged her to lose weight because she was too fat for him. Oh, no. Yeah, it's going to be a pattern, too. Ugh, this sounds a lot like Trump. They're, They're not as different as I think he would want to be seen as. Yeah, yeah. the weight thing. Mm -hmm. Although he's a big Randian. Uh, Ayn Rand, big oh, fan of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Keith met another girl in 1984 also. Uh, her name is Gina Hutchinson. She was 16. They started having sex. When Gina's sister Heidi found out, she confronted Keith Raniere. Quote, Heidi said Raniere told her that she did not understand her sister's soul was much older than her biological age. He explained Gina was a Buddhist goddess meant to be with him. So There aren't goddesses in Buddhism. 
I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of different little sects, but I'm going to guess this is just bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously bullshit, but I'm going to guess he was just lying about Buddhist goddesses existing anywhere. Man, uh, what a thing to tell someone. Yeah. You look, I know it looks bad, but their soul's really old. Yeah. And I can see it. Their soul's really old and Buddhist. And Buddhist. <laughs> so that makes this fine. Yeah, as if just that alone would make the sister be like, oh. Well, I did never notice that. He did say Buddha's name. Yeah. I guess he's fine. Uh, That quote was from the Albany Times Union, which has done a lot of good reporting on Keith Raniere. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So if you work for the Albany Times Union, congrats. Anyway, none of the rapes are mentioned in Keith's official bios, obviously, uh, or the (laughs) affidavit. He claims that during this time, he decided he was called on to teach people his remarkable theories on learning. Uh, I'm going to quote from the affidavit here. To test my theories and earn money, I became an independent contractor for several marketing and sales organizations. With one organization that had more than 200,000 representatives nationally, I was able to personally recruit and train using my motivational methodology six of the ten top producers in a month. It doesn't give the name of the company he was working for, probably because it's a lie. Yeah, um, definitely. Which is a big Keith Raniere move. Yeah, just say the thing uh, without being say the specific. thing you did. Like people who have accomplished things do. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can still be kind of a scammer. Yeah. And have a, like, but you just say, like, I did this thing. Yeah. Like, even Donald Trump, we would say, I built this building. I ran this company. Yeah. I ran this company. Like, Keith Raniere, there's never anything specific. It's, any mention. But it yeah. worked. Clearly. People yeah. listened. Mm-hmm. They were usually younger, though, I, I assume. Yeah. Or He's... at least in this in the sexual way. Yeah. So he wound up quitting that unnamed organization because he says they didn't gel with his ethical foundations, which he never <laughs> elaborates on, never tells us what those ethical foundations are. Oh, God. Uh, but, you know, uh, by the time the 80s are over, uh, he has sort of started to settle on a new thing that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Here's another quote from the affidavit. In 1990, I held a meeting with four of my friends in my living room to determine the principled structure of a new business. We called this business Consumer's Byline, which like buys and purchase. Okay. Uh, and officially started business on May 1st. The business was based on my projective human model with ethics, which does not tell you anything about what the business is. It was no. a multi-level marketing scam. It was a pyramid scheme. Oh. People would pay $200 plus for access to discount buying groups, which were supposed to give them access to cheaper groceries and stuff. But if they signed up other people, then they'd get monthly commissions. Okay. The grocery discount program was canceled, but the company kept charging people for it. And they didn't actually pay people for selling memberships either. Uh, eventually, they had something like a quarter of a million members, but also were paying out millions in legal fees because they were defrauding tons of people. Very brazen. Brazenly yeah. defrauding people. Very brazenly defrauding people. Like, they're going to complain that they're not getting paid. Yeah, but if you keep getting in enough new members fast enough to pay the legal fees, right. Keith Raniere can live well. Yeah. So in 1990, the year that Keith and his friends came up with Consumers Byline, Keith also allegedly sexually assaulted a 12-year-old. Oh, um, no. Yeah, yeah. This is a oh, no. pattern for him. This anonymous girl was the child of a saleswoman who worked for the consumer's byline. According to the Times Union, her mother called Keith Ranieri an Einstein. Quote, Ranieri would call staff meetings to deliver sometimes tearful, emotional messages. He frequently showed a film about a man who plants seeds in the desert to build a forest. He suggested he was that type of noble cultivator of people, which the desert's the desert. Don't plant yeah. seeds in it. It doesn't need trees. I mean, like not uh, that it doesn't have. I wonder what that video was. Yeah, like did they stitch it together and make it seem like the guy 
did it? Yeah. Like he planted a whole forest in the desert? I don't know. It makes me like if I was going to do that, it would be like I'm going to I'm going to start an ocean in the desert. I'm just going to start dropping fish and water yeah. and eventually we'll have us an ocean. It's like no, that's not what it is. That, yeah, that doesn't work. But like if I were in his shoes, I think I would just show people a real documentary. Yeah, about an actual inspiring person. Yeah. Of whom there are. And like jump on that train. <laughs> yeah. Uh so he apparently, you know, saw himself as a man who was planting seeds, and he apparently decided to molest this 12-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. So Keith Raniere told the girl's mom who idolized him that he wanted to tutor her daughter. At the same time, Keith's girlfriend apparently hired the young lady as a dog walker. The girl alleges that Keith started by showering her with attention and then quickly moved on to molesting her. Quote, they told me I was smart and took an interest in me. They let me spend every afternoon at their house, she said. Uh, it was exciting to be somewhere people wanted me. I was perfect picking and secure at the time. To have someone that mature and that well thought of be interested in me, it was flattering. I was young and experienced, overwhelmed, and out of my league. Yeah, so Keith continued to have sex with her for quite some time in his townhouse and empty offices in an elevator in a broom closet at the plaza that hosted the consumer's byline. Uh, she claims the relationship went on for about a year with at least 60 individual sexual encounters. In 1993, she reported it to the police but withheld her name. The report didn't go anywhere. It's hard to say why since police in the capital region of New York purged all their files in the late 1990s. So Whoa. it didn't, nothing happened. How can nothing happen off of that? I mean, that's, but that's the case with Cosby and with Weinstein. Yeah, it's always nothing happening. They don't happening go anywhere. For a long time. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. We're in such a radically different moment right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was still the dark ages for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's weird how, like, this idea of telling a young girl she's smart and showering her with attention. As shitty as that is, I feel like that's still so common on college campuses and at high schools yeah. with teachers kind of coming up toward that line. I mean, it works for everybody because high schools, yeah. if you're a thoughtful, smart person, usually not your favorite time. Yeah. It's, it's rough for a lot of kids. And if an adult who is well thought of says that like you're special and takes an interest in you, mm -hmm. like that's that can be a big deal. Yeah, because you, know, you feel misunderstood. Yeah, uh, you're doing Lincoln Douglas debate, which a lot of people probably thought wasn't cool. <laughs> Certainly did not, uh, you know, get you dates. I'll tell you one thing: speech and debate at my high school got you dates. We Which... had no sports, so oh. it was like the. Ugh. I See, mean, I, yeah, I thought it was like the sports team. Yeah, I grew up in Texas, so it was one of those like you know, if you're on the football team, you can murder yeah. people, but if you're anything else they didn't really care all that much anyway you remember that girl gina from before yeah okay so keith convinced her to drop out of high school this is during the same time he's dating that 12 year old oh. um he convinced a 16 year old to drop out of high school promising mm -hmm. he would tutor her the two had kept seeing each other and gina's family assumed they would marry she turned 17 at some point during this which was the age of consent so he was no longer <laughs> statutory raping her he was just a creepy man in his 30s dating a high schooler it's weird that that <laughs> Is a line that exists. Like, yeah, it's fine now. Guess it's not a crime anymore. She's Welcome over to 17. the family. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's hard to say exactly how long their sexual relationship continued. She did eventually start going to college, and Keith reportedly got angry when male teachers would praise her for being smart. Oh, because he's an abusive prick. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're getting that aspect of him. Yeah, good for um, her for going to college. I good bet for he didn't her for want going that. to college. 
Not a story that ends happily, but oh, no. we'll move on for right now. <laughs> oh, no. So when you dig into the Keith's life, you get essentially two stories. There's the Keith story of what happened and the everything else that you can actually back up with objective evidence story of what happened. Mm-hmm. So in the everybody else version of reality, Keith spends the early 90s building a pyramid scheme and molesting young girls. Uh, his pyramid scheme falls apart in 1993, which is also the year that he gets reported to the cops for molesting another girl which I think we're up to four now, three. Mm -hmm. That's when investigations, in 1983, yeah, his pyramid scheme collapses because investigations by 23 states and two federal agencies determine that the consumer's byline is in fact a pyramid scheme. So Keith can't do that scheme anymore and he has to find another scheme. Mm -hmm. Now in Keith's version of reality, uh, he just used his experience running a totally legit and awesome business, which was super successful and then sadly had to shut down due to people's bigoted ideas of, the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used that experience, though, to learn about people. Um, he was studying human beings the whole time he was working yeah. in the consumer byline. He's a humanitarian in his work in mm-hmm. exploring and a scholar. human psyche. And a scholar. And a and judo a champion. Don't you forget that. I was leading up to that. Good. I was going in order of importance. Good. When we get out of here today and someone asks, who are you talking about today? You'll say Keith Raniere, and they'll say, what's that guy? And you'll say, he was pretty fucking good at judo 30 or 40 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And they'll say, sounds sounds legit. Sounds cool. Yeah. Where can I give him my money? Yeah. And anyway. they'll say, just Venmo me. <laughs> just <laughs> If you get the fleece, you can make that work. I own the fleece. Well, you got to be wearing it. But I'm not, uh, I don't look like... You and Keith. Whoa, whoa. Well, okay. You All know, right, that's fair. I don't know if I can pull off a period scheme. People are too suspicious of women. Well, yeah, that's probably <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Keith spent his time running a pyramid scheme and molesting girls, also learning about humanity. And he discovered, uh, in his own claims, that minds work the same way as computers, only using words instead of numbers to program them. So he built a new form of communication called rational inquiry, and the R and the I are always capitalized, and it's always followed by a trademark sign. Oh. Um, oh, no, this is serious shit we're dealing with here. Okay. Don't, don't you dare dismiss rational inquiry. It sounds like a thing. Can you hear the capitals when I say it? The capital The letters? first time I didn't. Okay. But then when you said it again, I did. Rational inquiry. Now, yes. Okay, now it good. sounds like a patented line of- mm-hmm. TM. Something. CM. RM. I don't understand trademark law. I don't either. Um, Okay, so you're probably wondering, what is rational inquiry? Uh, I've got a quote from Keith Raniere. uh, I'm trying to explain it here. Quote, it enabled a person to find a common understanding with others and to logically build a belief system that matched a person's subjective world. Highly individual, yet consistent. Using this model, people seem to understand themselves and each other better. Do you get what rational inquiry is now? Talking? That is 100% of what Keith Raniere does is is talk very quickly uh, <laughs> and throw out a bunch of big words. Um, yeah. So we're going to get into the opus of Keith's life, the main venture that would define most of his time on this earth and would be his most successful project, Nexium. Uh, but before we get into Nexium, we need to go talk about ads for products that are that are actual things that you can buy rather than nonsense words mm-hmm. said by a child molester. So please buy some products. 
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit tomboyx.com. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! We're back and we're talking about Keith Raniere humanitarian, judo champion, businessman, and uh, molester of multiple children. Okay, he has a lot more credentials than that. You're right, but I, we only have so much time. That's true. And and I feel like I've read multiple lists of his credentials at this <laughs> cyclist, point. Cyclist, inventor. Um, cyclist. <laughs> so at this point, Keith's first business may have been a gigantic and possibly criminal disaster, but he'd sowed the seeds of his next venture, obviously, Nexium. In 1998, Keith met a lady named Nancy Salzman, who he described as, in the affidavit as an international authority on human potential, which... <laughs> what? <laughs> How can you be an international authority on potential? What do you do for a living? Oh, you know, I, I write for television. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm, a, I'm an accountant. I'm an I'm a expert on human potential. It's like Where's going your... up to everyone and being like, you can be anything you want. <laughs> or is it the opposite, going up to people and being like, I think dentist. <laughs> I feel like it's just reminding people of what human beings can do. Yeah. Like everybody's sitting around talking about how to like build a road and you're like, you know, we landed a man on the moon at one point. <laughs> we could build a road. Bunch that is ex- definitely what it is. <laughs> Bunch of executives are trying to figure out a new flavor of Doritos and you're like, you know, human beings made the Holocaust happen. 
just you know just just reminding people of right, what the human potential, potential can is. go either way. Yeah. Yeah, potential can go either way. And it's important that the Doritos people not fly too close to the sun. It is cuz they've been flying real close lately. I know. Cool, um, cool Ranch we were never meant to have it. No. We can't handle it. I we, also hate Doritos. Cool Ranch is a disgusting line of chips <laughs> in a sea of terrible chips. Uh, I just want to note to all the listeners that it is not the official standpoint of this podcast that Cool Ranch Doritos aren't delicious. No, uh, I understand many people like them, but... We're just trying to get the Cool Ranch people to put some ad dollars our way. Oh, yeah? Do they sponsor a lot of podcasts? I don't know, but we could be the first. Yeah. Uh, and and I just want <laughs> people to know, if there is anyone from Doritos listening, please have a Doritos-tastic day. Yes. Mm. God, uh, I love a good Dorito. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to Keith Raniere. <laughs> yes. A, a good segue. A great, Speaking of super chips. Super clear. Speaking of chips. Speaking of cheesy flavor. So he met this lady, Nancy Salzman, International Authority on Human Potential. He tutored her for six months on the techniques of his new breakthrough learning science, and then the two started Nexium. At this point, you may be wondering, what the fuck was Nexium? Uh, well, Nexium was an umbrella company, and its main initial purpose was to host professional development seminars focused around executive success programs, all caps again, uh, devised by Ranieri and Salzman. Uh, you're probably still wondering what the fuck any of that means. This is by design. and the affidavit Ranieri had to file, he claims that the basis for the training was a 12-point copyrighted mission statement. The actual text of that mission statement is a trade secret, and you aren't allowed to know what it says unless you pay to take the class, at which point you're required to <laughs> sign a confidentiality agreement promising not to tell anyone about it. Oh, that's so sneaky. So again, if you are sitting at home wondering what the fuck is he actually doing, it's impossible to know. No. Well, it's not impossible because we have some inside data, but Ooh. yeah, we did so, some digging on this shit. Did people break their NDAs in the course of this investigation? And how? It, and these, these aren't NDAs, they're confidentiality agreements. Oh. So we're not talking about like a Weinstein level where like yeah. somebody who has very smart lawyers is drawing up actual ironclad legal documents. Right. Uh, we'll get into what these are in okay. a little bit. So what happened in these executive success programs? Thankfully, we have reports from actual attendees. The following quotes are from a woman who showed up at one of these seminars in 2007 after being urged to do show, so by professionals she admired. The whole process started when the class received, quote, a document entitled Rules and Rituals, which informed us to never speak of any of our experiences in ESP. Attendees were also told to, quote, remove our shoes, bow, and pay tribute to founder Keith Raniere. There was a lengthy explanation of how to perform a perfect handshake, as well as the ESP secret handshake, an explanation of how different colored sash hierarchy works, which seems based entirely on recruitment rather than a measurable skill set, and the request that Keith Raniere was to be referred to as Vanguard and Nancy Salzman as pre. So, first off, the game that Keith Raniere played to impress the teenager he fucked was Vanguard. I just think that's interesting. Oh. Don't know if there's a connection there, but... Maybe. Weird, right? It's weird that people have to take off their shoes and bow to him. That is weird, huh? Like, yeah. it's, that's weird, but then I started thinking, I've been an assistant for various bosses, and you start to do weird stuff that you kind of normalize where it's like, well, this is this person is above me. I have to please them. Yeah. If I please them, things will go well. I guess what I'm saying is I'm the kind of person that would be in a cult. Well, 
you might be able to join this cult still, depending on how the court cases go. Okay. Um, but I there's a lot to dig into in that paragraph. Uh, and I do want to talk about the handshake thing for a little bit. Because oh, back yeah. in 2003, cult expert Rick Ross received several internal Nexium training documents from a disgruntled attendee. He had them analyzed by cult experts, including Dr. Paul Martin, a licensed clinical psychologist. This is where the affidavit comes from, because Keith sued Rick Ross saying that he was exposing Nexium's trade secrets. Uh, he <laughs> lost, and so the stuff oh. is still up there, and now we have quotes from several sections of the ESP training manuals and guidelines, Ooh. including Keith Raniere's explanation of how to shake hands. <laughs> Are you ready to learn how to shake some fucking hands? Yeah. Okay, okay. Quote, handshaking is a sign of respect and affords us an opportunity to make direct physical contact with others. We believe that many of society's problems have developed because people have come to view each other as objects rather than human beings. So far, not entirely insane. (laughs) Spoken from a man who has sex with 12-year-olds. Spoken from a child molester. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, society is fucked up because people don't make direct physical contact enough. That's an arguable point. Okay. Uh, although creepy from the mouth of a child molester. It is super um, creepy, but I'm listening. Here in ESP, we use a two-handed handshake. This conveys warmth and a sense of community. Placement of the left hand denotes rank. Individuals of higher rank place their left hand on the top. Individuals of the same rank shake vertically. Lower rank places the left hand on bottom. So simultaneously, society is fucked up because we don't spend enough time connecting with each other, but also shaking someone's hand should be a sign of dominance. Wow. (laughs) You know what? It makes sense, though, because he still had to maintain this illusion that like, he is always superior exactly and you've got to reinforce that by changing the way people but what's also crazy is handshakes are that in real life only with people who are lame okay make that argument but i am not uh i'm not much of a toucher i am not much of a handshaker i feel like it's very awkward even a hugger yeah but it's fine when someone goes in to hold your hand not to hold but to shake it and they have a steady stern grip there's a little part of you that's like, oh. A steady grip, but not like a crushing grip or anything like that. Like, I, I, I spent some time, you know, working as a war correspondent for a while in a couple of different places. And okay. I met a lot of really formidable human beings. And none uh-huh. of them did the, like, crush your hand. It was always just like a short, like, like okay. firm. But it was, it was never like... Like the people I've met who have always like really gone into it and like gripped yeah. the hand, like they're always lame. They're always yeah. like sad little men who That's don't have true. any other way to if feel you powerful. You have to overcompensate. Yeah, yeah. I bet. He, I bet Keith had a very. Crushing... I bet Keith tried to fucking rip your hand apart. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there is a detailed explanation for how to shake hands. Okay. And you tell me if this gives you any good information on handshaking, because I can't understand what the fuck he's going for here. Okay. Crux of the hand is the portion of the hand between the thumb and forefinger, where they form a right angle. Wrist cock refers to the angle of the wrist, which can be used to gain control of the handshake. It is important to control the cock of the wrist slightly down as you move into the handshake. Positioning of the feet determines dominance. Stepping into the handshake with the right foot creates a more dominant position, expressing strength for the handshaker. Stepping into the handshake with the left foot will be perceived by both people as a more passive expression. The Middle and ring fingers are used to gain control of the handshake. Okay. <laughs> I get it now. I, I get, is this still a rational inquiry? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to it. say where one part ends and the All other begins. All he's doing is taking ways that people interact and 
explaining them as if you've never heard of it. Yeah, like you're an alien. But as also if you are an alien. <laughs> making stuff up, because never in my life have I thought about where my feet are in a handshake, or been no. like, that guy stepped forward with his left foot, he's showing submission. Yes! No, <laughs> and I, I feel like I should acknowledge the fact that something can be said for like the way we stand and the way we sit subconsciously. Like when you, and this is something I've heard in all that like lean and talk for women, but when you stand in a powerful stance and uh, put your sure. shoulders back, that can affect your confidence. Absolutely. But this, the way he's explaining it is not like feel more confident. It's very- Dominance. This is, yeah, this is yeah. how to dominate the other person. This is how to take control of the handshake. Yeah. Which, so sad. Ugh. Yeah. These leaked documents are also how we know the exact content of the confidentiality pledge that attendees were forced to recite. Mm -hmm. uh, the methods and information I learn in ESP are for my use only. I will not speak of them or in any way give others knowledge of them outside ESP. Part of the condition of being accepted into ESP is to keep all its information confidential. If I violate this, I am breaking a promise and breaching my contract. But more importantly, I am compromising my inner honesty and integrity. You know you're doing something do. embarrassing when everyone's like, yeah, but let's not tell anyone. Don't tell anybody about this. Yeah, let's let's not. No, there's every great thing people are a part of includes a confidentiality pledge. Yeah, anytime someone says that to me, I immediately want to tell the whole world. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you don't get to tell me that. I feel like that's why some of these documents leaked. Yeah, like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. This is weird. I'm going to tell everyone. Going back to the experiences of the lady we were quoting earlier who attended an ESP course and wrote about it, uh, she also reported hearing an awful lot of nonsense about Keith Raniere's IQ. Quote, at times it was 211. At other times it jumped to 240, <laughs> depending on who was praising his amazingness. Um, attendees were forced to watch a video of Nancy Salzman where she insisted that Vanguard was one of only two or three people in the world who could solve all of the planet's problems. Um, so this attendee actually sat through the whole session and says that she benefited from some of the exercises in the course once the instructor got done praising Keith Raniere. It does sound like there might be vaguely useful stuff buried in the nonsense, but the session ended with a two-hour lecture on why ESP wasn't a cult, which is <laughs> the number one warning sign that something is a cult. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. This isn't a cult. This isn't a cult. It's going to get a little weird, but it's, it's just... How we do things. We're just worshiping a man who makes us isolate ourselves from society and our family, but it's not a cult. No, okay? I wonder if this guy had any experience with Scientology. Oh boy, he sure did. Oh, did he really? Oh yeah, no, Scientology, this, so we'll get into some of this a little bit, but his, everything that he's done is essentially a melange of Ayn Rand, uh, okay. Ayn Rand's philosophy and Scientology. Including oh, using some of the terms from Scientology. Worst things yeah. to mash up. Yeah, it's libertarian Scientology. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. So buckle up. So the session ended with a two-hour lecture on why ESP wasn't a cult. Uh, the attendee who wrote that report noted that a majority of the other attendees seemed to be women under 25 who did not have a lot of self-confidence. Mm. Yeah. Uh, now, her report doesn't go into an awful lot of detail about the contents of the class, but fortunately, we do have direct quotes from Nexium's source material. First off, here's an actual definition from the class of rational inquiry. Rational inquiry is a science based on the belief that the more consistent a person is in their thinking, the more successful the individual will be. That's bullshit. Well. That is, in keeping with uh, vagueness, that is the way, the vaguest way to talk about human thinking. Yeah. Just be consistent. Which also, 
that's bullshit because if you've ever worked a creative job, you know, one of the keys to being effectively creative in a productive way is to change your circumstances yeah. and situation, mind state and whatnot so that you can have, you know, what better ideas. What does consistent even mean in this context? Yeah, consistency is great if you're making car engines. Yeah. It's not great if you're a creative person trying to make a creative product. No. Yeah. Anyway. Keith Raniere does go into more detail about what rational inquiry is. So we'll see if by the end of this paragraph you have any fucking idea what his breakthrough science is. Okay. All adults have disintegrations because when they were children learning to be adults and learning about the world, our perspective was based on the perception, intellect, and wisdom of a small child. These lessons become the foundation of our whole adult reality. Rational inquiry lets you re-examine these childhood beliefs from an adult perspective. So Keith Raniere claims he invented growing up. Yeah. <laughs> you... <laughs> What? <laughs> Literally all he's doing is taking things people do anyway yeah. and naturally and giving them a bad name. Yeah, giving them a bad name. Yeah, claiming that like, like yes, of course, we all learn things about the world that aren't true as children. Yeah. Yeah, which is childhood. But I can see, I, I maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but I can see the way that this like grasps yeah. at the edges of like psychoanalysis and mm -hmm. question what you know to be reality, but in the like most useless of ways. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see how anyone could benefit in a major way from this stuff, but I can see how cuz then this is something you'll see when we play some of his audio later. He will start with like this is an act, like citing an actual concept in psychology or in mm -hmm. developmental psychology or whatever. Right. And, he, yeah. and, and for a minute or two he'll say something that's not nonsense and he'll use that actual fact to make the nonsense that comes later sound like it's got some basis in science okay. as opposed to just Keith Raniere being full of shit. Okay. So uh, let's discuss the mission statement of Nexium. Um, if you remember from the affidavit, uh, Keith stated that his mission statement was so important that he had to sue a guy over it. Here's how Dr. Martin, who's one of the experts uh, Rick Ross had review the materials, described the mission statement. Mm -hmm. The first point is, success is an internal state of clear, honest knowledge of what I am, my value in the world, and my responsibility for the way I react to things. The second point is, there are no ultimate victims, therefore I will not choose to be a victim. There's a pledge to purge oneself of all parasite and envy-based habits. There's a pledge to control as much of the money of the world as possible within each student's success plan. Quote, a world of successful people will be a better world and indeed a world devoid of hunger, theft, dishonesty, envy, and insecurity. People will no longer try to destroy each other and steal from each other or rejoice at another's demise. Success, ethics, and integrity are co-inspirational. I pledge to share and enroll people in ESP and its mission for myself to help make the world a better place to live. Man, the parallels to Trump are so heavy. Mm -hmm. Like, I can see how uh, offering people a way to empower themselves out of perceived victimhood could be enticing, but then tacking on, and I'm gonna make you super rich. Not just that, but the best thing, you know, if you're an ethical person, you look at it all the fucked up shit in the world, and you're like, yeah. oh my God, what could I do? He's saying the best thing you can do for the world is, is the, to make a shitload of money. Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's so broken. It's sad. Poor, well, it's, poor it's, women. It's the way of, I mean, if like not to compare Keith Raniere to fucking Hitler because they're not very similar people, but it's the mm -hmm. same it's the same thing. Like if you can tell a group of young people how special they are yeah. and make them feel special, they'll do almost anything for you. But on the other hand, I certainly have been in that position 
uh, numerous times, like in high school, having a mentor who was a like a senior at the time who was who seemed so politically smart and led all the protests on campus. And then looking back, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. He was just kind of getting off on having a lot of people look up to him. Yeah. And it's easy then because you're in a you're in a very small pond. You don't need to know that much about the world. To, and yeah. Keith didn't need to know that much. He just needed to be better at talking than these people. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, make them pay thousands of dollars to attend his classes because there is a sunk cost fallacy going on here. Right. The uh, five-day intensive ESP course cost $2,700. There was a three-day intensive for $1,200 and a 16-day course, which one assumes had to run at least seven or $8,000. So you're paying this guy a lot of money. You're going to be more inclined to believe he's not full of shit. Right. Um, yeah, you got to protect yourself. Exactly. Say what you will about improv, but it's cheaper than that. Yes, yes. Do improv. Improv not comedy, a... cheaper yeah. than ESP classes. The healthiest cult you could join is improv. Yeah, maybe yeah. CrossFit is a notch above it. Well, but people poop themselves a lot doing CrossFit. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's but a they real look factor. Great. They, <laughs> oh, if you know someone who got super into CrossFit, yeah. they look excellent. They do look great, yeah. A cornerstone of the intensive classes was working to shed parasitic behaviors, which you know we already quoted a little bit. Examples of such behavior included complaining about pain, expressing hunger, and statements like, I know I promised, but I had no idea how hard or painful this was going to be. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Keith Raniere, probable child molester, also gave new definitions of the words good and bad. Quote, mm -hmm. when we were little children, we learned bad when someone yelled, no, or that's bad, stop. We learned good when we were rewarded in some way. This sort of learning is inconsistent and limiting because in order to have a full understanding of each concept, we would have to examine every example of good and every example of bad. This practice session affords you the opportunity to reevaluate your definitions of these vital concepts to form a solid foundation for the future. Which is... It sounds like someone who's going to do something bad it Sounds like someone's going to gonna do something bad and tell you it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's probably no creepier... Th Thing than saying it's parasitic to tell someone that you don't want to do something because it's painful. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We already talked about how there are long lectures about uh, how Nexium wasn't a cult. Keith does in his training manuals define the word cult. Uh, quote, this is a label that conveys no meaning but devalues the group. It is designed to keep people away from the group without saying what is wrong with it. Example, that's a cult. <laughs> Classic example. Classic example. That's a cult. Uh, they also call anyone who doubts Nexium uh, or anyone who breaks faith and tells other people of the classes a suppressive, which is straight out of Scientology. Straight, yeah. 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 Uh, I could go on about executive success program training all day, but we have so much more ground to cover. Mm -hmm. I do want to point out just how careful Keith was to stay just on this side of not making legally fraudulent claims about his services. So I'm going to play a selection from a video Keith made called What Executive Success Programs Does, where he claims his seminars have supernatural healing powers in the weaselest way possible. And we will be posting links to all these videos on the site if you guys want to see Keith Raniere's creepy face, but you'll get a lot out of hearing his creepy voice. And I will say within the thousands of people who've gone through, we've had some incredibly, you might call it, strange or, or wonderful happenings. And you could easily hold those, that up and say, oh, you know, we changed this condition. Or we, there's one person who <clears throat> in one of our intensives for whatever reason, how, who knows, uh, grew like three quarters of an inch. 
<clears throat> they had some sort of release, I think, in their spine or their posture. Who knows what? Now, that could have happened on the playground. That doesn't necessarily happen from us. We've certainly, that would be at best a case study, an inadvertent case study. We certainly haven't done a double blind study, can That's we? A, yeah. You know? That's an interesting <clears throat> But you have something like that, and no, oh, should we hold that up as a, a poster child and whatever? No, because I'm sure there are many activities. You know, public school has probably had more than we have of those sort of things. So when people get really good results from us, yes, we do take testimonials at times or whatever, but we, we look at those results ideally as an effect of really the answer to the question, do you have more joy in your life? we would have been very satisfied with our results with you if you kept your full-blown Tourette's and all of that sort of thing, but came out saying, you know something, life's better for me. So that guy is claiming that Keith cured his Tourette's. His like, Tourette's. Yeah. But no, but that's not what we're saying the course does. We're just saying this guy yeah. took the course, and we're not saying it'll make you taller, but it did happen to this it's, one guy. Yeah, that's it's smart. Again, yeah. it's a Trump tactic. But yeah. I I didn't get it when I just heard the written yeah. version of him. But hearing that, he does know how to speak. He's and very good at speaking. Bringing it back mm -hmm. like he was literally spouting bullshit. Mm -hmm. You said it best, like supernatural uh, capacity of yeah. the course. Like, you no, you didn't make someone grow. Yeah, that's nonsense. Um, But to bring it back to like this question of did we bring more joy into your life, that's... Mm -hmm laser focused at manipulating people yeah and keith ranieri whatever else you can say about him is a genius at manipulating people yeah um and this brings us to the end of the part one of our two-part series on keith ranieri uh this wound up being like an eight thousand word thing that i wrote for this so we have a <laughs> lot more to cover uh when we come back on thursday we're going to talk about the first news articles that started to uncover the terrible story of keith ranieri back in the early 2000s uh and yes we will get to more detail about the branding and all of that horrible shit and uh we will also have some really weird videos of keith ranieri and alex and mac so, get ready for that on Thursday. Until then, Anna, do you want to plug your pluggables? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram. I make a webcomic. It's Bad Comics with an X by Anna with two N's. Uh, I make comics about depression, anxiety, and cheese. I am lactose intolerant. And you can find me on Twitter at Bad Comics by Anna. Uh, her comics are actually good. Uh, Thank just, you. Just, we've got to we've got to throw that in for legal reasons. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we you know, can't be false advertising here. Uh, and buy Doritos. Mm -hmm. Buy Cool Ranch is the coolest of the ranches. Yeah. Uh, I'm Robert Evans. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I Write Okay. Two letters. You can find my book on the internet at A Brief History of uh, Vice. It's, it's on Amazon. Um, and you can find uh, Behind the Bastards online at BehindTheBastards.com or on Twitter at BastardsPod. Uh, so check us out. We'll have, you know, some, some video clips and pictures of this creep on there. And uh, come back Thursday for the stirring conclusion to the story of Keith Raniere, a real piece of shit.
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. 